0: Have you or anyone you know ever been emotionally destroyed by a book? Have you ever got the feels for a fictional character?
1: Have you ever been hungover by an all-night book binge? Then pull up a seat, pour yourself a glass, and hang on
2: to your Kindle. This is Drinking Ink. Hey friends, Brittany here. Before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to drop in with a note on our content. While books are for everyone, this podcast was created for adult audiences only. We advise listener and reader discretion as we will likely delve into difficult and sometimes triggering content often seen in literature such as graphic depictions of violence, frank portrayals of sexuality, discussion of mental illness, and existential struggle, and on occasion some downright filthy language. It might be a lot to take in, so if you need a breather, take a break, or come back later. We'll be here for you.
1: Hello, hello. Hey, party people! <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. We've established we're back this
2: with we, another episode of Drinking Ink. We uh... are. <laughs> so, who wants to talk about what we're talking about today? Who wants to explain it?
1: We have created some. Am I the asshole? Versions of from books that we've all read and we've kept in mind, like that we've all read them, so we have a level playing field here. And um, we're trying to guess who these supposed quote-unquote assholes are. Um, it doesn't mean they are assholes, but, like, we took characters and put them in, like, a... It doesn't be a super asshole situation, just, like, something that could be used in the situation. Anyway, and then we also chose book-related Emma the Assholes from Reddit. So just anything yeah. that has the word book in it. <laughs>
2: And for those who don't know what Am I the Asshole is, um, it is a thread on Reddit where people can post about their personal situations and ask the public, Am I the Asshole in this situation? And so that is what we're going to do today. We're going to review some real Am I the Assholes from Reddit um, and then go through some made-up ones and see if we can figure out who they are. So... Who wants to go first is the question who wants to bite the bullet and go on the first one. We should start with, let's start. You know what? I think here's a mm, 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 brain farting. Let's start with a real one and then a fake one and then a real one and then a fake one. Kind of go back and forth.
1: Sounds great.
2: Sound like a good plan. So who, who wants-, wants to go first with
1: a real one? How about how about Becca? Becca
2: never goes first. I think that's a wonderful <laughs> idea.
1: <laughs> Me too.
0: All right, so Take my real one, my real one from Reddit. So, am I the asshole for not giving my nephews all my books? My sister's sons are finally old enough that they're getting interested in some classic books, and I'm getting rid of most of my physical books because I'm moving overseas. I have full sets of several fantasy and sci-fi series. The one that is specifically causing me problems is The Wheel of Time. There are 14 books in the series, plus a prequel. The last three books were written by a different author because the original one died. I have leather-bound versions of these, signed by the author. I'm keeping them." I told my sister she would need to get the last three books. She got upset that I wasn't giving her kids the full set. So I went to the used bookstore and found paperbacks of these books and took them by her house. She thinks it's gross that I'm giving her kids books that other people have touched. I laughed and asked her if she'd ever taken her kids to the library. Long story short, she's mad that she has to spend money going and buying the books that she thinks I said I was going to give her.
2: What?
1: Oh my goodness.
2: Not the asshole. I, I, that is no, not the asshole. What do you think, Becky? Do you think they're the asshole?
1: No, like, if anything, it's this, it's the
0: sister. I was just amazed. I'm like, you're grossed out by used books. Okay, (laughs) girl wouldn't want to touch the books
1: on my shelf. Have you heard of hand sanitizer? Like. Disinfectant wipes, they're not hard to come by. Like there's lots of solutions to clean off a clean end quote unquote off a book that you're thinking is disgusting. It's oh my goodness.
2: I mean, I can understand how the mom might be upset that you know they're not being gifted a full set of books, especially knowing knowing the Wheel of Time series, knowing that it's Brando Sando that finished the series. I can understand a little bit about being upset about the not having a full set. I am someone that likes to have a full set that matches, but at the same time, I also understand wanting to keep something that's signed and is personal and means something is important to you. You know what I mean? Like I have a uh, six edition printing of Lord of the Rings with the fold out maps in the back from 1936. Like I'm not, I'm not giving those up. They're they're mine. <laughs> I'm not gonna hand them down to anybody.
1: Right? Like my best friend, when she was getting rid of um a lot of her books, uh like she she had the series, she had two of the books from the series I that, that her and I loved, and she didn't give me a full series, she just gave me the last two books of it, and I'm like, okay, like I'll go get the first two. Like it's not that hard. Like, that's the thing, like, he was being generous enough to give the books to them in the first place, and then to buy the rest of them that were not, he didn't give, like, that's his money that he took to go, or like that they took to go buy the books, even though they're secondhand, he's still buying them, he didn't have to do that. So the fact that, like, that he did that is exceptional in the first place, then the fact that he's even giving her kids any books, because he doesn't have to do that. You know, he did, like, he could have just, like, not given them anything. Like, it just reminds me of the saying that my dad always says to us, like, when we were kids, you would always say this, like, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Which basically means, mm-hmm. like, don't complain about something that someone's giving you when they don't have to give you that thing in the first place. Like, they're giving that to you out of the goodness of their heart, but you don't get, you don't have the right to dictate how they give it to you or, like, how it comes to you. So the fact that they're just giving it, like he's giving it to his nephews, and he went and got the other books, like and to be fair,
2: you can find Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series in almost every single Value Village or
1: Goodwill or bookstore. Like it's such a
2: popular series, you can find that series anywhere.
1: But a signed book, like that, especially the author is now dead. The original author is dead. You can't get those ever again. Like right. It, or if you can, it's very, very difficult to, to get that. So the mm-hmm. fact that, that he wanted to keep them, understandable, completely understandable. She, they have no right to, to be, uh, like, so greedy in how they're coming across to him. Like, this is, no, no, not at all the asshole.
2: No, no, no. What do you think, Becca?
0: I'm petty. If I had a sister that was complaining about like that, like, I wouldn't not give them books because i'm not going to punish the kid because the parent's an asshole but when it specifically came to that series if she wanted to have a hissy fitment like well you're not going to give them a full series i'm like well they're not going to get any wheel of time now <laughs> yeah right like you want a bitch then you get nothing how about nothing
2: no nothing you get nothing
1: you lose you get nothing like <clears throat> no you you don't have you're not allowed to be acting like this like my goodness
2: No, not the asshole. We have decided, the drinking anchors have decided, this person is not the asshole. All right, Becca, share one of your fictional ones. Let's see if we can guess who this fictional am I the asshole person is. I'm excited.
0: Okay, so am I the asshole? My wife and I have a rather large age gap between us. But what most people ever want to point out is the way in which our marriage came to be. Needless to say, they often claim that I kidnapped her when she was barely of a legal age and that I raped her, thus laying a claim on her so no one else could. My wife, depending on her mood, will sometimes state it was love at first sight and sometimes she gives into the rumors, only confusing me more about the circumstances for which our marriage is based. Truly, is it even great if our if we ended up married at the end of it all anyways? I think these rumors were started by my vicious mother-in-law, who to this day will not rest until I am castrated in front of all of our friends and family.
2: Oh my God. At first, I was thinking Ice Planet Barbarians. That's where my brain went at first.
1: At first, I was thinking like Poppy and Castillo. maybe? I don't know. We you said mother- I'm like- I don't know, because I have not read that book in a long time.
0: <laughs> Castile, technically, if you've read the whole series, has a mother-in-law. But it's not Castile.
1: Okay, yeah, no, I didn't think uh, Yeah, I was, was. going to
2: say, it sounds like it's Castile, but it's not Castile. I mean, there are some very interesting circumstances. Th- those are some, I was like, hmm. Uh, the, the, specifically the point they make about like, well, is it even really great if
0: we got married at the end of it? I'm like, Oh, I women thought this ad- one was gonna I thought this one was gonna be like obvious to y'all. Especially you, Brit.
2: My, my like first I- thought was Georgie and Vectal, but that's not it. And then I thought Beck and Ellie, but that's not it.
0: Um, I so almost wrote a Beck and Ellie because I reread that book this week. <laughs> I was so almost gonna do it. And I was like, that's a little too obvious. <laughs> um... Oh my God, is it?
2: Is this Hades and Persephone from Katie? Is this Neon Gods?
0: It is not Neon Gods, but it is Hades and Persephone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is oh, is this the Scarlet Sinclair? Scarlet
0: I mean, you could kind of go for that. I was just thinking Hades and Persephone in general, like the original. Oh, okay. Nice. I was like
2: trying to think, I'm like, who is a mother-in-law? And like weird, <laughs> weird kinky relationships. That's where right. I was going. Oh, my I was like, goodness. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Hmm. That's a good one. That was a good one. I wouldn't have even have thought to do one about that. And it's been retold in so many different interesting ways. Like we have right. the Scarlet Saints, St. Clair Hades and Persephone series. There's lore Olympus. Then there's the Neon Gods version. What other Hades and Persephone's retellings have there been?
1: Tons, honestly, I can't think of all the authors. But there's a lot of people
2: so, call so Acamath like Mist and Fury a Hades that and that Persephone put- retelling. I don't really get that vibe from that well, personally. I, I but- can
1: understand because you know how like she has to be like up like during spring. She can be like in the spring court technically, and then during like like, like half the week, half the month, she has to be in the night court. So like, I can understand the like, spring half the time, night court half the time. Fair. Like that whole like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like the the devil, and then like the fact that like they're like fated to be together like in the Hades and Persephone is like thing. Yeah. Anyway, there's lots of little symbolism here and there. You just have to look for it in that one.
2: Yeah. All right. I am going to read an Am I the asshole? And it says, I didn't get the title of it, but it's, am I the asshole? And I think it has to, what is it? I can't, I can't find the title. Am I the asshole? So here it starts. So I'm a big reader, always have been. At the beginning of quarantine, I purchased a bunch of used books online to keep myself busy. While I was getting books for myself, I researched and bought a fantasy novel for my husband that I thought he would like. I only ordered the first in the series just in case he wasn't in love with it. Well, he seemed to like it, and after he finished the first book, I went ahead and ordered him the sequel. The sequel has been sitting untouched on our shelf for a couple of months now. I was bored and wanted to read, so I asked my husband if I could read the first book I had, re- I had gotten for him. He said yes, so I did, and I ended up really liking it. When I finished the first book, I naturally went and grabbed the sequel off the shelf. This upset my husband, who told me he didn't want me to read it and that I had purchased the books for him, and now he felt like I was taking them for myself and he didn't like that. I was taken aback, the book had been completely ignored until I went for it, and since we live together, it's not as if the book won't go back on the shelf when I finish reading it in a week. I view our books at home as a library of sorts. If it's on the shelf and not being read, it's free game. Am I in the wrong here? Should I simply check out a copy of this book at the public library to read and leave his copy gathering dust on the shelf? Now, there are a few updates, so we'll let get your first opinions on that, first and foremost
1: um no she's here yeah she's not the asshole that's no like he's not reading it It, it like why is it? it's like it kind of reminds me of like when you're you and your siblings have like a, like communal toys that you share and like you your sibling hasn't touched this toy for a while so you decide you want to go play with it and then they see you playing with it and they're like well I was gonna play with that I'm like, well you left it sitting here for like months on end like why the heck didn't you go play with it earlier like my goodness you know so I don't know it's just it's very comes off very petty to me like you're we're adults why why is it such a big deal that I read the book that like I bought because I thought you'd like the series and then I see you're not reading it for two months like I'm gonna go read it because I read the first one I really liked it like what the heck
2: just sounds like the the dude has is control issues. Oh my like,
1: goodness! It's my
2: book. Don't touch my books.
1: What happened to like what's mine is yours? Like when we get married, you know?
2: I don't know. Oh gosh. All right. So the update says, edited to update. We had to talk about it, and I asked if it was the book that he didn't want me to read, or if it was the story. He doesn't want me to read the rest of the story, even if I check out the book from the library, because he says that then the books I got for him would no longer be a gift and would just be something I bought for myself. I asked him then if he planned to read the book right now, and then I could read it when he was done. He said no. He has no intention of reading the book anytime soon. I am quite baffled, I asked him why he said okay when I asked to read the first book when he wouldn't let me read the second, and he said it's because he had already read the first one. Second update. So we talked about it and the conversation got a little heated, so we went our separate ways to cool down. I texted him that my feelings were hurt, that he wouldn't let me read the book, and explained my reasoning. He messaged back and was able to articulate why he wants to be the first to read the story. Typically, I'm the one recommending books to him. So when he reads, I'm asking which parts he is at and getting excited when he's coming up on thrilling parts of a story. I naturally know what emotions were going through my head at exciting parts of a story and would chat with him about it after he would get past those parts. So this time he explained that he wants to be in the quote unquote lead, so to speak. He wants to ask me what parts I'm at, and he wants to already know what's going to happen. He said he enjoys watching my reactions to parts of the story he knew were coming. He also said that this was the first book he connected with in a long time, and he wanted the world to be just his for a little bit. He mentioned that he knew he was being selfish in this matter, but asked me to just let him have this right now. While I can sort of understand the delicious feeling of creating your own world as you read and becoming engrossed and protective of it for myself, I typically chomp at the bit for others to read the book and experience the world for themselves. I struggle with fully understanding, and while I appreciate his communication, I'm still hurt. Reading is a depression management tool for me, and I'm hardly keeping at D at arm's length, so I think I'm probably taking this whole situation a little harder than normal. We haven't spoken anymore after his message. I just kind of shut down a bit and retreated to do some work. And now the pair of us are preparing for bed. I love him to bits. And even if he's being a butthole and a half right now, I'm hoping that we can talk a little more about this in the morning when the hurtful things we said earlier, no longer sting final update. I let him know that if it was so important to him that I wouldn't ask to read the book again.
1: I understand where he's coming from, <laughs> but and that's not cool. Like, dude, You tell her that in the first place, don't be such an asshole about it, you know? Like, I don't believe she was being an asshole at all wanting to read a book. Um, I understand where the husband's coming from in the sense that, you know, he wants to, like, experience what she does. But if you don't tell her that that's what you want to do, you have no right to get mad at her for wanting to read the book first. Like, he, because he didn't communicate properly in the first place he caused a whole problem. If he had communicated and said, I would like to be able to experience what you do, but all these books you recommend to me, maybe it would have been like, okay, okay, I get that. I'll go find another book to read, like whatever. But the fact that he just made it such a huge issue. I'm just like, dude, you, you have a, you have a brain, you have a mouth. Communicate that to me. Don't just make me think that you're being an asshole for the sake of it. Like my goodness. Like, I feel like His reasoning is almost cancelled out with the fact of how he treated her in the first place. And that's why I'm like, I don't feel as bad for this guy because he didn't communicate. If he had communicated, I probably would understand where he's coming from. But now I'm just like, no, you treated her like shit. And then you had the audacity to get mad at her. Like, my goodness.
2: Yeah, I... This is the big miscommunication trope all over, right? Like, she's like, I'm just gonna read a book. And now I want to read the next book. And he's like, don't read the next book. And it just... It got so out of hand when it really didn't need to be. You know what I mean? I'm like, this this is insane. Like, girl, you better run. This is like red flag man territory, in my personal opinion.
1: Right. And this is why girls often have issues when it comes to finding like a decent relationship because so many guys won't communicate properly until, it, and then they cause these big issues and then she's hurt and then it just just affects how she sees him in the like the bigger picture it's like if you just communicate in the first place as hard as that might be oh i know it's so difficult to use your words um then you would save so much hassle
2: you would think so what do you think becca
0: men just don't communicate like that you got to find one that you can either tolerate or train (laughs) but i'm also petty. petty So, like, even after he explained everything, I would have gone with one or two courses of action. If he wanted to rant and rave that the book supposedly was his and I couldn't read it, I'd be like, okay. And I'd go get it from the library. And then I'd be like, I'm not reading your book. And then even after the whole addendums and stuff, I'd still probably be petty. And I'd be like, okay, because if there's multiple books in the house, say it's a, a hardcover book that she's not allowed to read. I'm just going to change the dust jacket and then like, Oh yeah, I'm totally not reading that. Cause if he's also not reading it, not picking it up, put that dust jacket on something else on the shelf and set it right there.
1: Men He'd are dumb. Never
2: He'd You'd never know. You'd never
1: wouldn't. know. That's such, such a, a smart idea, Becca. Secrets lady. Come on guys. Like we know like, or you get one of those like book covers. Um, you don't even need to use another book jacket. You just take the book jacket off, put it on top of another book jacket book and then put the book cover on.
2: Yeah. Easy peasy. Do you guys want to know what book it was too? Please do. Please tell me. It was Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: It's such a fantasy bro book, too. Like, you know, I haven't read it. I've heard very great things about it, but it's also one of those series that, like, hey, it's supposed to be a trilogy. Rothfuss hasn't finished it yet. The first two books are out. No one knows when the third one's gonna be out. And I just I find it really funny. That it's a Patrick Rothfuss book that this guy's like, no, you cannot read.
1: Like, you're not going to get this, this the, uh, like, conclusion to it for, like, who knows how long.
2: Who knows how long? We have no idea. Patrick Rothfuss is still hasn't uh, made up for his Kickstarter campaign that he ran during the pandemic. So, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but I just, I giggled when I saw that it was Patrick Rothfuss. I was like, <laughs> of course it mean, would be a Patrick Rothfuss book.
1: I would, too. Honestly, I would, too you want know me have to have you do, read uh, name of the wind no but i've heard about the uh whole like thing on tiktok that he wrote, wrote the first two books and then has did like a whole kickstarter and then still has not written the third book <laughs> like as even i think it was like that they you got like the first like chapter or something if you like supported the kickstarter so but yeah. uh that's just funny to me all
2: right who wants to read another fictional one because i didn't write one <laughs> We were all supposed to write one and I was the bad girl and I didn't write. I didn't do my homework this week. I mean, I can go. It's fine. You remember the rules, Mia? Y-
1: yes. I did not oh. I didn't use any names, okay? <laughs> no, but
0: you weren't
2: we aren't we weren't allowed. So we set ourselves some rules for this. You I didn't
1: all- use Nesta. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. We- we, we had to read about books that say, we
0: knew. We did not say no Nesta. We said no Akatar, no throwing a glass.
1: Yeah, but you're like, oh, Mia's probably going to write Nesta, which I didn't.
0: <laughs> because we forewarned you before you wrote it.
1: No, I wasn't going to write Nesta <laughs> to begin with. Oh my goodness. We love Yo, you, Mia. Uh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. All okay. right. Read us your asshole story.
1: Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my best friend that his trauma wasn't a good excuse? I, 26 female, have been staying with my best friend, 31 male, while I'm in town on a work trip. It was a spare-the-moment decision, and he happened to have a spare room. My sister, 28 female, and her fiancé, 31 male, weren't the happiest about the situation, considering that my best friend has a bit of a reputation as a ladies' man. But I wasn't worried about that being a problem. What I was really worried about was... How it would impact our friendship since we were still getting to know each other. The town he lives in is fairly small and people are known to gossip since they can't seem to find anything better to do. And my sister is worried that people will get the wrong idea. Personally, I don't care. It's simply a place to crash when my work is there. Over the course of staying there, the lines between friendship and attraction have started to blur and I can't help but see him in a different light. While he may have a reputation for being a ladies' man, I can tell there's more to the story that he doesn't want to tell me about. I've gotten to know a side of him that most people don't see. When he lets the walls down, he's not the stereotypical ladies' man everyone labels him as, but he's rather sarcastic and witty and has such a big heart. He seems to think that he can't let others see the real side of him. He continues to believe that he can't be a reliable person, doesn't believe that he would be a good leader, and has even turned down a chance to move up in his career. I later found out that his childhood was unstable at best and had a huge impact on how he views himself as a person, he doesn't believe that he would be a worthwhile partner in a romantic relationship and continues to try convincing me that I should not be interested or involved with him. I don't hold the same opinion and believe that he's not defined by his life experience and, I see that, and that I see a significant amount of value in him. After continuing to prove to him that I don't care about his past and reminding him the value I see in him, I lay it all out there for him. If he wants to have any kind of relationship with me, he has to deal with his past because his trauma is not a good enough reason not to be with me.
2: At first, I was thinking hook, line, and sinker. But now I'm wondering if it's not Fifty Shades of Grey. Because you go into so much family trauma. I was like, we're not talking about Christian Grey here, are we? Not Christian Grey.
1: It's
0: all the feels.
1: Not all the feels. No, my
0: bad. Hook, line,
1: and sinker. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay. So
2: I was right at first. I was yeah. like, oh, at first I thought it was Brendan writing the letter. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's Hannah. It's Hannah. Yeah. Cause I think uh, that's a
2: great, you wrote that really well.
1: Thank you. I did it this afternoon. <laughs> Better than oh, me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I didn't want to go into too much detail. Cause I figured like too much detail would like completely give it away. But I just like yeah, like did the bare minimums because like I mean she might not say trauma, but she does say like I don't care about your past like stop let stop like focusing so much on it
2: yeah, who you are what what happened in your past is 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 over it does, shouldn't have any real effect on what's going on exactly.
1: in your now exactly I just love the two of them and it was like a real like trip down like that memory lane with the two of them. At first, I was like, "Emma, the a- I was gonna be like, Emma, the asshole for like leading on two guys at once." I'm like, "No, that's not really a like a leading like element in that story." So, like, we won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: um, that was a good one, though. All right, so you read one you. that you found on Reddit. What's what real? I one? Will. a real. Am I the asshole?
1: Okay, um, am I the asshole for joking about my older sister still reading children's books? They're like, hi, I made an account especially to post this because my older sister uses Reddit and knows my regular account. She's like, I'm 19 female and she is 27 female. We've both been readers for basically our entire lives and we used to share books and pretty much always read the same books. She'd also read to me when I was young. Overall, we had a pretty great relationship and had the same interests and favorite genres, mostly fantasy. My sister has always preferred reading young adult books, which are books with a target audience for kids aged 12 to 17. In my opinion, they are children's books, but my sister doesn't think so. For most of her life now, she's pretty much exclusively read Young Adult, whereas I moved onto adult books at, at age like 16. For those who don't know what Young Adult is, um, these are some examples. Twilight, Hunger Games, Throne of Glass, The Mortal Instruments, The Vampire Diaries, Six of Crows, Red Queen, etc. There are plenty of people who enjoy Young Adult, but I still think you should move on to adult books when you reach a certain age, but that's just me. My sister will often say there are women in their 40s in her book club reading young adult, and I find that strange. So, we all went out for dinner last night, and as we were talking about what new books we've both read, I told her she should try and move on to adult books and recommended a few to her she'd enjoy. She explained she just gets bored easily with adult books and wants to stick to young adult, and I called her child in a jokey way. And said she should grow up and move on to real stories. I'm not saying young adult isn't real, but like they're definitely not as in-depth as Wheel of Time, for example. She got mad, but didn't really dwell on it. Parents said I was being really rude and I should just let her enjoy what she wants to. We had a tiny argument where I tried explaining where I'm coming from, but my sister told me to shut up and refuse to listen to what I had to say, even though I was going to make good points. My sister isn't really that angry with me. She just kind of laughed it off. But my parents called me an elitist and said they didn't bring me up that way. And my dad, he's the one who we got our love reading from, says any that everyone can read whatever they want to, and I should stay out of it. I tried to explain explaining to him how childish young adult books are, and he essentially called me an asshole. Am I seriously in the wrong for trying to broaden the list of books my sister can read? <laughs> I, oh gosh, There's so much wrong with this post.
2: Yeah, I think that's a common conversation that a lot of people have is that like YA books are somehow not as good or not as well written as adult books. And that's just patently not true. I mean, The Hunger Games, amazing. Divergent, great until the last book, in my opinion throne of glass also an incredibly written young adult fantasy story so i don't know i feel like that sister is being a little elitist and maybe she was just poking fun at her sister at first but and i think maybe her parents reacted a bit poorly i don't think that she's necessarily the asshole here i think it just was a poor choice of words and everybody reacted out of proportion
1: I don't know. I kind of feel like, like the post itself, they ra- they rated her the asshole. Okay, this girl is nineteen. thinks she knows like the entire thinks she knows everything. Um, because I genuinely, from her tone, you can tell that she genuinely believes like she's right, and that her sister just reads kids books. And honestly, if this is like, not everyone wants to read adult books because a lot of them have certain things like smut in them or you know they don't want to read like those graphic scenes and it's really hard to find an adult book that doesn't have those kind of like scenes within the book so they're gonna go for a young adult because they know they're not gonna be super like spicy or smutty which you know completely valid like I understand so the fact that I think like the way that she's acting is very asshole-ish like just the way she's coming off it so that's why I think people called her the asshole um because I think that I don't, don't, it's not very nice to joke about someone's preference for books. Like you wouldn't joke about would like, you wouldn't joke about someone who only reads audiobooks, but yet you'll read, you'll joke about someone who only reads YA books. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's preference in reading and it's never okay to joke about someone's preference in reading. I think that's that's fair.
2: I guess for me, I used to, I know that I used to like tease the shit out of my own sister. Sorry, Megan, if you're listening to it, but, um, You know, like we used to tease the shit out of each other and like not nicely either. Like we, we could be super mean. And I remember being 19 and thinking that like I had my whole shit together and that I was the best and that I knew everything, but I don't know. I guess that's my older and wiser looking back hindsight's 2020 perspective.
1: I think the difference between your sis- you, and you and your sister and this girl and her sister is that the 27-year-old, the older sister, isn't part of it. Like, she's not actually enjoying the joke. Like, I mean, again, not that your sister's going to enjoy you and her joking back and forth about, like, your your readings. But it's, like, it's a back and forth. with It was a back and forth with you two. In this situation, it kind of feels like the older sister's, like, the butt of the, her younger sister's joke. And, like, she's not partaking. It's, like, laughing at you, not laughing with you kind of thing, you know? I feel like there's a bit yeah. of a difference there.
0: That's true. What Becca. do you think, Becca? As a 30-something-year-old who regularly reads children's literature. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, says the girl reading a picture book today. I didn't read a picture book today, but I did read nine middle grade books this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. In between
0: smutty monster stuff and literary fiction. so It's like, it's like a
1: palate cleanser.
0: yeah. <laughs> my thing is, I mean, the sister's the asshole. Because my thing is, like, if adults can't read, like, YA or, like, middle grade or children's books, then why are people older than me writing them?
1: Exactly. True. You know? Like, yeah. True. People, like, people in their 40s are writing these books. And, because they know that the audience, like, they know the audience is, like, a very big one. And it they're, it's going to be, like, get traction. So the fact that, like, this 19-year-old is making fun of it. I'm like, clearly this 19 year old literally has no idea what it actually means to, to like be an adult.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, here's something else that just came to mind. Accessibility. Literacy levels across America and Canada are not where they should be. And like one in three or one in four adults in Canada cannot read at like a high school grade level. So what if that's all that that person is able to read and understand and enjoy? Do we shit on them for enjoying a oh. children's book or a middle grade book or a or a young adult book? Because that's the level of their literacy and they're trying to... Imp- maybe they're trying to improve their skills. Yeah. You know? I don't know.
1: She even said that she read adult books and just always got bored when reading them. So it's not like she's this never situation read them. This situation, yes. for
2: sure. I'm saying in general.
1: But, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, in this defense, like, she didn't enjoy them. So it wasn't like she never tried them or attempted them. Like her sister is making it seem like, yeah. Like it says in the post that people who are 40 in her group were reading young adult. So the fact that this sister thinks it's like, oh, you have to be like, there's no linear set and how old you have to be to read what thing. Like you can read whatever the fuck you want to read and whatever level you want to read. And this girl can just like keep her mouth shut. Cause like, it's not like her, her opinion is not her sister's problem. So she can just like, just keep her mouth shut, honestly, for all I care.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyone have any other thoughts before we move on to another fictional? Fictional, am I the asshole? No? All right, Becca, go ahead. Who's, who's our next victim? That we have to guess.
0: Mm, Let's see. Which one of these? Okay. So, am I the asshole? Because I tried to woo my future wife with gifts before we were ever even officially dating. They started out as practical things and after a few conversations with her girlfriends I finally discovered the perfect gift for her. I gave it to her and she didn't like it. I know she wants me just like I want her, but I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So I've <laughs> talked to my friends and they all agree that the gifts were great ideas and it's her issue that she doesn't see how great they are. So I consider myself a rather great catch as a potential husband, but what can I do to make her realize that? <laughs> I
1: know who it is. It's, it's Kira, isn't it Kira, And what's his face? Kira and Hako, yeah, Hako, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Honestly, that scene is the scene that made me fall truly in love with Ruby Dixon's writing. Because I was enjoying Ice Planet Barbarians, I was enjoying uh, Barbarian Alien. Like I liked them for what they were, but it was the that that very scene in reading the third installation, Barbarian Lover. I think or were Barbarian. I think that one's barbarian alien. Yeah, barbarian alien that I was like, oh, my God, this is just it's too precious, too precious and too funny. Like, oh, my God, could you imagine? I've never had a man gift me a dildo. So, like, I don't know how I would react in that situation, but I'm pretty sure that I would react the same way that Kira did.
1: And like the kicker been is been that it was one. shaped by his own. <laughs> it was molded from his own. Hold, hold
2: on.
0: Back up. Back up. What did you just say? Becca? I've been gifted one, a specific Ice Planet Barbarian one. But also I'm sitting here thinking like if Dixon got together with somebody and like produced wooden a peens for like merch, I would totally buy one.
2: Oh my God. I can't say that I also that, would not that, want that That does that not either. surprise
1: me. I, like. I no. Trying to explain that to my parents. I know that would not be, no. I could not do that.
2: <laughs> Hide it under your mattress. Are they lifting your mattress? Are they like, come on, find some But like, holes.
1: when I buy it, when like it comes, they're like, oh, what did you get in the package? Stuff. Well, uh, stuff.
2: Stuff for me.
1: Oh my god. Not gosh. for
2: you. So, just saying. But that was a good one. I really liked that one. I was like, at first I was like, oh, who? And then you're like present. I was like, oh, oh, I know who this is. And I love him. I
1: love him so much.
2: He's one of my favorite aliens. I love him.
1: He's so wonderful. Yeah, we know how much you love him, Brittany.
2: (laughs) I do. (laughs) All right. Another real Am I the Asshole. Am I the asshole for reporting my friend to his work and getting him fired because he refused to give my books back? I, 27 female, recently had some friends over at my house for my birthday. I have a book collection with some signed books by relatively famous authors. They're not behind a locked shelf or anything, but they're in my room. After they left, I noticed that a few of my books were gone, and someone mentioned that, quote unquote, Jay. 28 male claimed. I let him borrow the books. I called Jay and yelled at him about lying and stealing my books. He tried to explain that he was taking them to his work bookstore to get them officially appraised. And it was supposed to be a surprise gift. I chewed him out and asked him how that's considered a gift. And I wanted the books back. He refused. I told him that I will be calling the cops his work if he doesn't. And he still refused to bring them back. I immediately called the cops to file a police report and waited until the morning to call his work. I gave them all the details, including the case number, and said, I'll be coming with an officer to get my my books back from Jay that day. His work cooperated with me and promptly fired Jay after I got my books back. Jay claims that I went too far over a few books and demands that I give him money until he finds another job. Am I the asshole? I
0: promise this wasn't me in real life. (laughs) but I would do it in a heartbeat.
1: Oh, I would do this do what? too.
0: Get him fired. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 100%. Easily. She's not, I'm, I'm sorry. might not be a she, but not the asshole at all. Definitely not the no. asshole in my opinion. Like, this is wonderful. Like, this is how you do it. Like, first of all, you don't go into someone's room. Like that is the most like private part of your life that you don't just walk into that, into their room just because you want to do something where you call quote unquote, nice. That's not nice. That's creepy and illegal. Like you don't just go like and take something from someone as precious as books. Like when you've had them signed, like books to begin with, are precious. But then when you get them signed by the author, like my good, no, you don't touch those things. And she doesn't owe you any money. You, you did, you, 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 you fuck around and you find out.
2: Yeah, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You know, I, I personally think he was maybe trying to steal them to see if you, th- like, sell them at work and, like, make some bank on signatures because they might be special editions. But either way, shitty move and shitty friend.
1: Yeah, that that's not your friend anymore.
2: Hands down, definitely not. Nope, 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 nope. Does anyone have any other fictional M. I the assholes or do, do they have any other M.I. the assholes that they want to
0: share? I got more fictional ones. All right. Let's hear it. I don't know if y'all have read these books or not, but I know we've talked a whole lot about the remaining books. All right. Let's see if we can guess it. Uh, So am I the asshole? Because I wanted my girlfriend and my boyfriend to hook up. I think that we would all be a great couple together, but when I presented the idea to her, she stated she was in no way interested in such an arrangement. But not only that, afterwards, I found out that she had been now seeing my boyfriend behind my back, and now neither one of them want anything to do with me. I think either the three of us should be together, or none of us should be together, seeing as they would have never met if it wasn't for me introducing them.
1: Oh, oh yeah i got nothing
2: i feel like i is this the ravenhood series no no oh. give us some hints. it's not it's not guild is it no like raven kennedy
0: no you all read those
1: I think I have. I
2: started them. I haven't finished. I think
1: them. I have the two the series or at least one of them. No, maybe this is not. I'm trying one. to think. I'm, it's like, a I book haven't...
0: we have talked about this season. This se- well, we've talked about some weird Ooh. ones this season.
2: Is it. Um, It's not Liv Xander. Is it Jillian Lark or Lillian Lark? Is it one of the Gargoyle ones? I'm stoned. I recognize the plot, but I can't for the life of me put names to it. Do you have any other guesses, Mia?
0: No, I got nothing. It's breeding with Bigfoot by Siggy Oh Shire. my <laughs> god! <laughs> oh, I remember that conversation. We were all so grossed out, like, oh my I'm goodness. Like <laughs> Why does this sound so familiar?
2: I feel like we have talked about... This makes so much sense. I feel like (laughs) we have talked about this. And I just... Oh, my God. I was trying to think of the monster books, and I'm like, it's not
1: that. It's not that. It's not that. Because doesn't he get left uh, behind? Like, the two of them go, like... Oh,
0: yeah. They totally leave him behind. (laughs) They, like, hook up and just, like, totally push him out of the friend group. Yeah. He's Okay, I got... I got two more. I All right. want to uh, be part
1: of that friend group.
0: <laughs> am I the asshole because I killed my wife's family? To be clear, <laughs> sorry, that's just that's a I'm good sorry, way. To, what? Am I the asshole for killing my wife's friendly. family? To be, to be clear, I also tried to kill her, but she just refused to die. Not to mention, I didn't know her when I killed her family, and I also kind of killed her friends, but to this day, I will state that I was simply doing the job I was assigned when these deaths occurred. Since we met, I have cut back on the amount of people I kill, but killing's just in my nature, and I think she just needs to come to terms with that.
2: (laughs) That gives me Mad Enoch vibes from... uh... King of Flesh and Bone, but I know that that's not it. It's just the attitude behind it.
0: I was gonna write an Enoch one, but then or an Enosh one, and then I was like, nah, they'll catch that too easy. <laughs> Alright, who else? Did, I don't know, technically,
1: if y'all have read this one. Is this, like, to do with the Vampire Diaries? i am no, like, never like I'm, I'm getting big vampire vibes.
0: Or, like... Um... Oh. I mean, first off, is he the asshole? I mean, he I mean,
2: <laughs> I mean, depends on who he is. On the surface, not knowing who he is, he's he's the asshole. But
1: <laughs> yeah. You
2: be. know, but if yeah. he's hot and morally gray, gray. maybe not. <laughs> um, I'm gonna guess. Oh shit. Who am I gonna guess? <laughs> um I really want to guess like Alistair in from Blood and Ash because that's the first thing that came to mind. Like I killed her family and she refuses to die. But I don't think that that's it. Because you and you said that we ha- may or may not have read it.
1: Um, Is it Poppy thingy- and Castile? No.
2: <laughs> no, it's not Poppy and Castile. But Alistair was the one that was sent to like kill her family, wasn't it? Or was it Hawk? I can't remember now. Castile. Fuck, that story is so convoluted. Never mind. Um, can you give us a hint that's like not like giving it away too much? E-
0: <laughs> no, you can't. Okay. Uh 365 okay. days. No. His name is Death. He is literal Death. Haiti? Which mean? No, not Hades. We've already done Hades. But I mean, since he is literal death, is he still really the asshole for doing his job? <laughs> no. No, he's not. Why not. Is this not. like the
1: Grim Reaper? Like the one about the Grim Reaper? No? no?
2: I'm trying to think of the name
0: of death, and I'm trying to...
2: Oh my he gosh!
0: He doesn't have another name. His name in the story is death.
2: Then what story is this from? Because I can't. I can't. My brain is not computing.
0: It's Death by Laura Thalasso, the last of the four horsemen. Oh!
2: You were telling
1: us about this, weren't you?
2: We've talked about we these have. in previous episodes, and I do intend to read them. Um, I just haven't, haven't had a chance. It's my own fault.
1: Hmm. Do you have any more?
2: I have one more real one. It's a bit of a long one. I have have one
1: more
0: fake one
2: that y'all should get. All right. Well, then let's save the best for last. And we'll read through this next long, Am I the Asshole? This one is a bit tricky, too, um, because it does deal with um, passed away parents and stuff. So, Am I the Asshole for wanting to sell my dead husband's comic books even though my kids want them? I think you'll be shocked at what the crowd finds. Background My husband passed away in 2014 at the age of 46 from ALS and frontal temporal temporal degeneration. Before we knew he was sick, I left him because he changed into someone that didn't speak to me, touch me, or interact with me. I tried for two years to fix things, but they just got worse. I have a lot of guilt about this, but again, I didn't know. We never got divorced, and we still saw each other every day because of kids and parenting. I honestly thought he was just terribly depressed and just wouldn't get the help he needed. That obviously wasn't the case. Anyway, through circumstances, he came back home, and within about a year, we discovered he was sick, very, very sick, and I cared for him until he passed. While he was sick, it was very difficult to get any help at all from his family, and I eventually quit my nine-to-five job to care for him. His family didn't really help me with anything and were in the hills of denial for almost the entire time, so much so that while I was caring for him in the way that the doctors told me to and sharing info of what was happening with the doctors, they were accusing me of lying and of not caring for him well at all. Husband would tell them that I was just his advocate and that I was doing a great job making sure he got the care he needed. All of that to say his family wasn't a fan of me, and as his health declined, so did their opinion of me. Fast forward to now. My in-laws both path, um, my in-laws both oh my gosh, I can't speak. My in-laws both passed during COVID. And my brother-in-law, 50 male, was clearing out the dad's condo, and in the storage area found a bunch of stuff that husband had stored there, including thousands of comic books from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Husband didn't have much, okay? Anything really. And he even downgraded his life insurance the last year of his life to save money. So while we did get some life insurance, we didn't get much. And while we did get this social, inter- social security, that also wasn't much. Brother-in-law gave everything of husbands he found directly to our kids, 19 female and 21 male, bypassing me completely. Here is where I might be the asshole. I don't believe brother-in-law had any right to give those things to the kids. They were husbands, which rightly makes them mine. Of course, if things had gone how they should have, I would have let the kids pick out their favorites, but we don't have a lot, and selling these old and well-cared-for comics would be a huge help to me and the household but he did give them to the kids. So any talk of selling them, the kids are saying they aren't mine to sell. Am I the asshole for thinking the comics are mine and that if I want to sell them, I should be able to sell them?
0: Yeah, she's the asshole. No.
2: Okay. I like that we have a dissenting opinion here. Why don't you think she's the asshole, Mia?
1: Because those were her husbands, and by legal definition, they are hers to... to because... When you are married to someone, what's their, theirs is, like, what's yours is mine and what's mine is yours. Like, you share. That's, like, so when he dies, it becomes hers. Therefore, she has the right to choose what happens to them. And if she's, like, barely being able to afford, she quit her 9-to-5 job for her husband. Like, she quit her job. She sacrificed something. And so, like, I understand sentimental, that like, mentality and whatnot. But, however, that doesn't bring your dad back. It doesn't bring the person back to you. And if those things are going to um, help support her when she sacrificed so much, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I know from my own experience, like my dad let us pick out one of our, because my grandpa collected hats. He let us each pick out a favorite from his hat collection and then, you know, did with the rest what he needed to do with them. Like, we didn't just say like, oh, like that's ours to do what we want with because we were given, like, no, we got one, that was it. Like, that's the thing, is that these were her husbands, therefore they're now hers, and she should be able to sell some if she needs to, just to get by.
2: Okay. Becca, why do you think she's the asshole?
0: If there weren't children involved, it would be a different scenario. But since they were specifically left to the kids, she's going to be an asshole by trying to sell them. And the saying is, Mm -hmm. though, is like, But in marriage, you're going to have sacrifices. When one of you gets sick, somebody's going to have to sacrifice something. And uh, unfortunately, the way society is set up, we as the women, we are expected to sacrifice the most. So if there weren't kids involved, I would get her being like, no, I'm going to sell them. I need the money. But since they're going to the kids, if she's just like, no, we're going to sell them. You can't have them. That's being an asshole.
1: But the thing is... Is that they weren't supposed to go to the kids. They go, they're hers technically. They like I'm sure that her husband probably would have had probably decided that those were supposed to go to her. Her brother her brother-in-law changed things up and just gave them when he should have given them to her. So technically they're still hers. However, the kids have taken them because of what the brother in law so, did.
2: I am also on the same side as Becca that she is the asshole in this because the The Brother was not cleaning out the dad's like the kid's dad's place he was cleaning out her father in-law's a condo and possession is nine tenths of the law and so if her husband had left things at his dad's house, they were no longer his quote unquote to give out. So if the brother-in-law is the one that came into possession of his dad's things after his dad passed away, he's fully within his rights to give that stuff away to whoever he thinks will want it and or use it. Does it is it shitty? I agree. It's a shitty situation, but she's not automatically entitled to them just because she was married.
1: But the thing is, if, if she didn't know they were there, they were still her husband's. Therefore, regardless of where they are, they were still her husbands, and therefore, because of how like legality when it comes to marriage, they were legally would go to her in name. Like anything that is no, no, depends on the laws. Because possession is
0: nine tenths of the law, man. Yeah, if there's nothing stating they belong to that husband, like in legal written form, they'd be considered property of that father-in-law. And if that other son is the executor of the state for the father-in-law, then all of his property went to that son and he has full right to do with anything he wants. Like here in Mississippi, uh, the land that my mother-in-law owns, which is deeded through her will to my husband, I have no right to. So if he inherited it and something happened to him, I cannot take it because it was deeded to him, even though we've been married a decade or more before that happened. The law says I have no right to
1: it. Okay. But the thing is, okay, you look at it there. The brother-in-law took something that he knew was his brother's and he purposely gives it to the children. Therefore, if that was his brother's, he knew it shouldn't have gone to his brother's wife because she is his partner and legally everything that is her husband becomes hers. So therefore the father in the sorry not the father-in-law, the brother-in-law gives to the kids, fully knowing that it is her husband's possession. He knows because like he's his brother. He gives the kids, knowing it's technically by definition hers, because through marriage it's it's like it yeah. And so therefore he puts her in that position to make her seem like an asshole when in reality she just wants to get by. She has something, there's something of her husband's that is worth something. They can, like when she said, like they could pick their favorite one and give the rest back to her because the reality is, is that it's not people keep things because they're like, oh, it reminds me of so-and-so, but they're not going to bring that person back. That's the whole reason is it's, it's our our brains way of trying to bring back that person one. You don't need a whole crap ton of comic books just sitting there. If that's something that can help her in the time that she's paying off medical bills, that's probably what she's, what she's dealing with is because when you're married, his medical bills become hers. So why is it that if you know, these comic books, you're saying they're not hers, but yet his medical bills become hers. Like you can't, you can't say like possess like when you say possession, is yes, t- possession, t- possession t- is
2: nine to, but Mia, re- I'm going to put it to you in this perspective. I have a dog right? I've asked you to take care of my dog and babysit my dog. Okay. Mm -hmm. If something happens to me, my husband says, give me my dog back to you, Mia, who's now had my dogs for three and a half months because you know, my husband being in the military, he's been deployed. He's been gone for three and a half months. You've been watching over my dogs. Mm -hmm. I have passed My husband says, give me back my dogs. But you are now attached to this dog. You are in love with this dog. You are like, no, we've bonded. This is my dog now, not yours. Brittany gave her to me to make sure that I took care of her. Do you know who the police would side with?
1: They would side with me, but that's wrong because in the se- sense is that they're you. Okay, here's- legally, it's right. Here's- that's what we're trying here's- to say. It's a- it might be legally, but legally isn't always morality. Legally isn't always morally right. Agreed. I will what agree I'm with that. to say is that because like in the sense of the dog is like that was you and your husband, that was your dog. So if I was only, you only ever asked me to watch her and there was an uh, understanding that was temporary, so in that, even though it's not like a verbal, it's a verbally binding thing where you're not saying that I'm going to keep your dog forever. If something happens to you, um, I'm a, like, there's an understanding that like it's temporary and I'm going to give your dog back eventually. So even if I get attached, that's my problem to deal with. Not yours, not your husband. Right. And so, right. That's, that's your problem to deal but with. That's what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that morally, it's not right that she's having to deal with paying off her husband's medical bills. And these comic books could be helping to pay for that.
2: Whereas she could also go back to work. Yeah. She was working beforehand. Why can't she go back to work?
1: Yes. However, you know, she's entitled to some sort of compensation for all the work that she put in for her husband when he was dying. And technically because of her husband's comic books, she's entitled to at least part of them. The, like part uh. of that. That that's that's what I I'm think saying. we're gonna have
2: to agree to disagree. I I think it's a shitty situation overall, but I am of the mind that possession is nine tenths of the law. Brother-in-law had the comic books, he did not like the wife, said we'd have no relationship, I'm not giving them to you. I'm gonna give them to the kids because the kids are the ones that had them the relationship with their dad. And it sucks. It really does suck. But uh, unfortunately Reddit decided that she was in fact the asshole. So I appreciate your kind and good heart. Reddit Mia, though. does You're- not
1: under know what they're talking about. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I love how heated you are about I'm this. Sorry. This is wonderful. As someone who's dealt with that bullshit when it comes to like when my grandpa passed away three years ago, and my dad like went through a whole number when it came to his mom and dealing with his brothers. Like, I'm saying that was not right for to be treated that way, and like how she was treated, and that is why I get so pissed because I've dealt with this in real life. And I know how frustrating it is. And that the whole like possession is nine tenths of the law is a, a bunch of bullshit because
2: it's not, it's not bullshit. It is legally binding. Yeah, it's legally Does binding it yes. doesn't
1: mean that it's right. It can be legal, it doesn't mean that it's something Agreed. that should be legal.
2: <laughs> but it's not bullshit because it is right. It is technically legal. <laughs> but I can appreciate how that life experience gives you a different perspective. And uh I thought that was fun. That was a fun little debate. I like that. Invigorating. right. so to wrap this episode up, Becca, you've got one more fictional Am I the Asshole for us? Let's see if we can guess it. We've done
0: really badly all day. So Am I the Asshole? Because I went out and got a girlfriend without my boyfriend's permission. I just think it would be good for our household overall if we added, like, a female touch to it. I didn't tell her I had boyfriends and I didn't tell them I had a girlfriend, but I had planned to eventually like tell everybody. It's just, they found out before I got there. Now, after they all figured it out, I was suddenly the bad guy, but they all got along. And over time, we all kind of just fell into routine together so even though it appeared to work out in the end, I feel like they're all holding this grudge over me because of it.
1: Is this a gargoyle mm.
0: one?
2: This sounds like is the gargoyle one. No, this is um, Jillian Graves. G- whatever, yeah,
1: whatever. It's, is.
2: Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the book. I have to look it up right now. It's I'm looking like it up
1: on my phone. Some, Titan. It, no, it's not Titan. Is it Titan? No, it's not is it Titan? No, it's not Titan. No, no, no. Oh, it's, the one, it. it's the one it's where. It's Lark. Yeah, it's Lillian Lark. It's, it's Lillian Lark. Where, like, she has the, like, because uh, you were saying, like, oh, this is, like, Mia personified in our group chat. And it was, like, she's got, like, the pink or purpley dress on the front cover. And it's, like, the three gargoyles. Um, and, like, I remember reading the, like, ensnared by the werewolf. And they were, like, they made a feature, like, a like they f- were made a little bit of a preview in the epilogue. Do you know what I'm oh, talking I don't know about? about that. But I did. I
2: know. I was like, I has to be one of the two gargoyles. I has to be one of the two gargoyle romances. Because I remember one of them was a reverse harem. And I that was, that's so cute.
1: Yeah, they're like a thruple.
2: That is adorable. Yeah, they're a thruple. Is it They're like, they're,
1: what's the name? They're
2: Big
0: Polly, aren't they? Uh, I think it would be like by Polly. Because, like, all the men were together before yeah. they had the female in the mix.
2: Right. It's just like they've decided. They're like, "Hey, we're gonna add a. uh, I'm gonna add a lady to this." (laughs) He decides,
0: "Be like, y'all don't know it yet, but we need a lady, and I'm gonna show you why."
2: Yeah, I've decided that it's up to me. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. We need to do another one of these. Am I the assholes? We should maybe pick uh, some more. Am I the asshole? Am I the assholes? The Asshole's Am I the asshole? Bookish edition for maybe season four what do you think that's fun i think that's gonna be fun yeah yeah maybe mia's thumbs up becca's quiet everyone's on mute i'm rambling because because you, you always <laughs> <laughs> i, I think,
0: think maybe we need some more of this uh husband's property type stories.
1: yeah that was fun you're gonna make <laughs> i think you you're it's the not thing, not thing is like to make like, me not to be <laughs> I'm not trying to be
0: rude about it. I just think it's so funny that, like, the non-married one of the trio has such strong opinions. Strong feelings, and that's on, okay. Like, the property issue. And I'm just sitting here like, marriage is going to sort this out one day for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll understand when you have in-laws, Mia. <laughs> okay. I will say that my... Well, from what I've watched with my sisters, because my sister has had a very good relationship with her in-laws so does my brother so maybe it's just that like some people don't have great experiences with their in-laws and some do so like
2: that is very true
1: I've only ever seen the positive experience with in-laws I mean I have seen like my mom not have a great experience with her in-laws however she was not treated like this when it came to her like when my dad my dad's dad died she wasn't treated like shit so like you know Oh, I, I just you that's...
2: wait, just you wait, because I know I have a story to tell you about my grandmother, which I will not tell on the air until I've gotten permission to talk about it from my parents. But
1: see, I,
2: I... you want to you want to know about toxic in laws? We can talk about toxic. Oh, I know, I, know. <laughs> I, 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 my
1: mama had toxic to in laws. Just saying, it was more. But
2: sad. I think we're going to save that for another day because we've been at this for over an hour already. I wish you guys a wonderful weekend wonderful rest of your week and uh i'll talk to you guys next week how's that
0: want more from the bookish bitches
1: follow us on tiktok at drinking inc pod official for updates regarding our newest episodes releases and behind the scenes chaos or send us an email at drinking podcast at gmail.com
0: You can find us on all streaming platforms like Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also follow our hosts on their personal accounts located in the show notes, along with recommended reading lists and all the books we mentioned in today's episode.
2: Stay thirsty, friends.